U.S. soccer is gross and disgusting, and they need to know it. So when you see a U.S. soccer official, if you see a Greg Berhalter or his brother Jay, um, if you see anyone of U.S. soccer, tell them they are gross and disgusting and they're part of the problem. Whether they know it or not, they are. And here's here's our problem. U.S. soccer is trying it's not trying, it's doing, it's destroying all the young people of this whole country that want to play soccer by manipulating the educators. They're, they're basically taking a program and they keep creating new educational programs that do not work. They're failed. They're failed. They're completely failed because what happens is they put such a strong emphasis on a coach with a, a license and uh, director of coaching license and all these different educational programs, which sounds great at the heart of it. It's not. You can't. The, the, when you take the people and control their ability to do things because you think you need to run a session like this, and um, it's a problem. Uh, I have my goalkeeping one and two license. I have my E, my D, my C. I have my youth module one and two. And it doesn't end. And I learned very, very little in these courses. It didn't structure um, my way I wanted to run sessions. Because the way I run sessions is completely contrary to, to U.S. soccer. Because U.S. soccer is changed over time. They keep changing it because they're wrong. They're trying to tell you, this is the way we need to do it. Throughout the whole country, how can you say that? We're a country that is diverse and unique. It's different in every area of this country. Arizona is different than Wyoming and Colorado. Phoenix is different than uh, New York City. It's different. There's different people. There are different areas inside Phoenix you, you have different areas. You have the Hispanic uh, Hispanic uh, groups at play. You have the African leagues. We have um, we have so, you know we have the Croatians and Serbians. And we, we have so many different cultures mixed in. And you're going to say, oh, you know what? You have to run a session like this. Let me tell you about U.S. Soccer and their sessions. So we we I had I ran the Palm Valley Soccer League and I was director of coaching and uh, hired some coaches and. I had a coach, um, I won't say his name, but he's the, he's the director of Arizona. He did all the uh, teaching, education for um, uh, AYSA at the time. And uh, he became uh, a coach of one of our teams. A smart man, engineer, very specific, but he did exactly the way things sh- were told to him. He, he literally had a plan for the year, according to U.S. soccer. He, he's, a, he's an engineer. He, he basically, he took whatever the book told him to do, and he, and, he, and he put it in, how U.S. soccer wants us to behave. So he, he took it, and he literally had, you know, the Tuesday, Thursday practice. On Tuesday, they would work on um, uh, inside touches would be the focus, and it would have a buildup. Um, and then I'm just paraphrasing what I remember, but it, it was like he worked on um, first touch on one day, and then on the second practice they work on 
building from the back and then on the third day they would work on their technique would be um uh one-on-one or they do one one-on-one defending and then one-on-one attacking and he broke it up they had like 20 different things they had to work on and by the time they get back to the first thing they were as the focus they were going to work on it it was like four months later it just it, it, he did what the book he did what the book said and I took my uh, D license from him too way back in the day and I just wanted to shoot myself it just it was so flipping long and boring I'm like oh, this is the worst thing ever it was because U.S. soccer designed it and an engineer implemented it. There's no thinking out of the box. There's no creativity or anything like that. And there's nothing wrong with that as the teacher being told how to teach. But that's what we got throughout this country. We got a bunch of cookie cutter coaches that U.S. soccer wants you to to behave in a certain way. And then the coaches like see some cool drill and stuff and it matches up with the whole build up of development we we do this in our in our warm-up and then and we have this build up with this uh small progression to the full and okay i don't do that i occasionally do that but you know what I, you know what i did which is against everything u.s soccer says uh i said uh no this isn't working i'm going to teach uh the first aspect of the game which is uh dribble the ball manipulate it love the ball five days a week and then move up to 1v1 or 2v2 and that's far as I would go majority of the time because they weren't good enough I didn't want to move to passing receiving as a focus because they couldn't dribble the ball they didn't know how to handle it at all so I kept trying to learn on my own what is working with the group I was dealing with and it's different. Now, if I had kids that were technical, if I was in the Hispanic community and these kids were technical with the ball because they loved the ball and they dribbled the ball, then I would be working on passing and receiving majority of the time. Because in some areas out here in Phoenix, Arizona, they don't they don't pass the ball enough. They don't have good technique there. They just focus on give me that ball and I want to dribble someone. So you focus on the other aspect. You have to change it according to the culture you're in. So then, then you hire someone like Greg Berhalter, who wears a sweet V-neck sweater and holds a uh, clipboard and uh, has a perfect like uh, thought process of this is how we should do it. And probably could teach a great class. Doesn't serve a purpose, but he could probably he probably be a good professor. You know the professors like we have here in the U.S. that profess. This is how you should run a business and stuff that never ran a business. That's that's what we're dealing with right now. U.S. Soccer, they sit in a room. It's like, oh, let's come up with a drill. Oh, I like how we how we can um, insert this into our program. But they never implement it on their own. They're, they're not engaged with the youth. We're being told by a bunch of acad- academia of the world that came together because U.S. Soccer paid them to come in to come. Hey, let's 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 put together a um, another book so we can sell it to a bunch of fools, and that's what they're going to do. But they're not doing the the hard work of actually working with the youth. How about work with you? How about talk to someone like me that actually 
is going through the process. They're not going to do that. You know why? Because I'm not academic. I don't have my doctorate. I need my doctorate. This is a full, full, foolish game we're playing. This is why competition should surpass everything. But U.S. soccer wants to eliminate competition. They don't want others coming in that think differently or anything like that. They're going to eliminate them. Just like they did with uh, changing the rules where you, you know, they're, they're always trying to change the rules where you can't coach at this level without this license. Eliminating a lot of, a lot of the, uh, the merging clubs and the Hispanic um, clubs that don't focus on licensing. Oh, you can't do it. Let me give you an example here of success. So you have uh, a college coach named Mike Panleone in Prescott, Arizona, who has won seven national titles. Who is, I just read that he was 100 wins higher than any other coach in the United States on victories. He has zero licensing. He doesn't have a license. But he's a Hall of Famer. <coughs> he's a Hall of Famer, and he has more wins than any other coach in the country. No license. You know why? He's smart. He, he realized U.S. soccer would screw him up so he doesn't do that garbage. Uh, yeah, he he's successful. You know who else is successful? Ricky Shantz, the head coach of the uh, Phoenix Rising. Holds a record for the most consecutive wins in USL history. Won won the USL and um, they're heading to the playoffs to win win the championship in the playoff series. He won the regular season title. He's doing doing amazing thing things. What license does he have? Does it? A lot of people gave him flack too. Like, oh, he doesn't have a license. He's winning. If he gets a license and starts working on that, I think he's working on it now because everyone's getting pressure to do so. And he, if he actually uses the educational model that U.S. soccer gives him, he'll fail. He'll lose. I credit all my losses in college, youth, all that. All my losing is is because of the indoctrination of all the licensing I've taken. My Y1, Y2... EDC goalkeeper licensing all that 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 is attributed to my failure that's what attributed to my failure in coaching the ignorance of all that I'd rather hire someone with experience I'll hire someone that wins are you telling me you want Ricky Shantz as your head coach for your professional club at the USL level or whatever no no can't have him he's a winner but he doesn't have the licensing. You know, would you would you uh, not hire Mike Panleone? You know, as your head coach for your junior college or any any level, would you would you not take a chance on him? He's only won seven national titles. He only has a hundred more wins than any other coach in the history of junior college. Oh, the whole country on the men's side is six hundred. Plus wins. Um, don't take don't take a chance on him. He's a winner. He don't have a license. You're not good enough. Uh, yeah, you, you see the problem. U.S. soccer is 
basically bad government. When the government gets involved, they screw things up. Don't believe me? How about you just look at anything the government does for us when it tries to compete in the business world? Like the education system. Their public systems, uh, education system is a joke. It's a travesty. You can't just say, that's the only way. There's other ways to, to do things. That's why competition matters. So this is Coach Cameron and his horrible rant. Whether you agree with me, disagree, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Because I'm right, you're wrong. U.S. soccer is bad. Competition is good. Learn, have everyone compete. And whoever wins, let's start, let's start copying what they do. That's, that's how success um, can be created right there. All right. Now, all right, I'm out. See you tomorrow. Goodbye.